Shalom, and welcome to Torah to the People, a podcast from Temple Israel in Memphis, Tennessee. I'm Rabbi Micah Greenstein. We hope you enjoy this selection of our sermons, classes, and conversations with inspiring people from across the Bluff City and around the world. Two weeks ago, on ABC's The View, Whoopi Goldberg said that the Nazi genocide against Jews was not about race. She said instead that it was simply about man's inhumanity to man. Now, Whoopi was obviously wrong. Hitler himself talked about the need to exterminate us the Jewish people, because he said we are an inferior race. And instead, of course, he wanted to elevate the master race, the Aryan race, so that it could one day rule the world. The problem with the worldview that Whoopi espoused, that race and racism are only to be understood in terms of skin color, black and white, overlooks the fact that Jews who come in all hues and skin tones, we are still hated simply for being just Jews. And we shouldn't kid ourselves either that anti-Semitism is really just about religious intolerance and not about race. Can you imagine for a minute the neo-Nazis who are marching in Charlottesville chanting, the Jews will not replace us. Can you imagine if they made a distinction between those of us who keep kosher and those of us who don't? The Nazis murdered Reform and Orthodox and atheist Jews alike. Even though race is a social construct, People act on those constructs in the real world. And so clearly what Whoopi Goldberg said was wrong. And yet, and yet, to her credit, after many people called her out, she apologized. And her apology really did seem sincere. She, she wrote or she said, quote, I'm sorry for the hurt that I have caused. The Holocaust was about the Nazis' systematic annihilation of the Jewish people, who they deemed to be an inferior race. I stand corrected. Whoopi made a mistake. And this week in our Torah portion, Kiti Sah, we read about what many consider to be the greatest mistake in the history of the Israelites in the Torah, the golden calf. After God led them out of Egypt from slavery to freedom, while Moses was taking just a little bit too long to come down from Mount Sinai, 
In that moment of uncertainty, the Israelites lost their faith and built an egel zahav, a golden calf to worship instead of God. They bowed down to that calf and they said, Ela, they pointed to the calf and said, Ela Elohecha Yisrael, Asher Hareti Me'eretz Mitzrayim, this, this golden calf is your God, O Israel, who brought you out of the land of Egypt. And in that moment, we read in the Torah that God was furious. God was so furious, in fact, that God wanted to destroy, to annihilate the entire Israelite people. God said to Moses, God said to Moses, I see that this is a stiff-necked people. Now, Moses, let me be that my anger may blaze forth against them and that I may destroy them and that I may make of you a great nation. To God, this mistake was so severe that God literally wanted to cancel them in the most severe sense. And God offers to start fresh to make a great nation, a new nation, a goy gadol, out of Moses instead of the Israelites. But Moses, when faced with this opportunity, even with the upside potential for his own progeny, Moses pleads with God to forgive their mistake. For Moses, even a mistake this grave does not warrant such a punishment. And thankfully, back in 2022, the stakes were a little bit different, but thankfully, Whoopi was not completely canceled for what she said. Even though many people did call for her to be with the hashtag, hashtag fire Whoopi Goldberg, she was suspended for two weeks, even though she apologized, and reasonable people, I think, can disagree over whether that punishment fits the crime. But what I do want to say is that we all should, of course, call out wrongdoing and offensive statements or actions, but we should also accept people's sincere apologies. And the reason why I bring up this instance of cancel culture is because it is one in which our own people were targeted. And even, and maybe even especially, when your own group is targeted, it is important to accept people's apologies. And my dear friend and study partner, the soon-to-be rabbi, Becca Diamond, she wrote her entire senior sermon on cancel culture and Judaism. She cited Rabbi Lord Jonathan Sachs, the former chief rabbi of England, who taught that Judaism is what he calls a, quote, guilt and repentance culture, as contrasted with the shame and honor culture of the ancient Greeks. He teaches that in a culture of shame, evil is a permanent stain, a permanent stain on someone that can never be removed. But in a culture of guilt and repentance, evil is part of the act, but not of the agent. He says this is what Judaism teaches, 
Someone who has done wrong has to fix what they did. But repentance, rehabilitation, and return are always possible. The best illustration of this idea, of this culture, is the High Holidays, which is a time for people to atone and to change. And this idea that each one of us can change, that each one of us can become a better person, that is inherent to our understanding of teshuva. We are not condemned to always remain, and thank God we're not, to always remain that worst version of ourselves. In response to, Whoopi, to Whoopi's low moment, Rabbi Sharon Brouse of Ikar in Los Angeles, one of the leading rabbis of today, she writes, if what, you want, if what you want is to change someone's mind, I have to think education is more effective than public shaming and punishment, particularly when that person shows a sincere willingness to learn and apologize. So instead of cancel culture, my friend Rabbi Diamond suggests what writer Kevin Powell calls counsel culture. He writes that no matter what you call it, education brings about a change in attitudes better than canceling does. The thing about cancel culture, as Rabbi Diamond teaches, is, is that the most dangerous part is that it can turn on anyone. She writes, this is because every one of us, every one of us in this room, every one of you watching at home, we all make mistakes. We are not born into knowing everything. Instead, we spend our whole lives making mistakes and learning from our experiences. We depend on others to teach us and to help us grow. And my friend Becca says, I did not want to be remembered by my most foolish moment. And I don't think you would either. If we want this for ourselves, then we need to give other people the same opportunity to make mistakes and to learn from them. In our Torah portion this week, even Moses makes a big mistake. In a moment of white-hot anger over what the Israelites had done, Moses threw the two tablets of the covenant onto the ground, and they shattered into pieces. But thankfully for us, for whom the moral teachings inscribed on those tablets inspire us to this day, thankfully for us and all that we stand for, God forgave Moses. Moses went back up that mountain again. And he brought down the tradition that we pass on to our children to this day. Each one of us makes mistakes. And when we do, we must pray that we find the strength and the humility to listen to and to learn from other people. And we pray and we ask and we hope that in those instances, in those times, that we too merit a second chance. Kane Yehiratzon, may it be God's will.